Life is a journey, and God has provided songs to help us along the way. Join Scott Pauley today as we study the songs of degrees found in the Psalms. They will encourage your heart and give help for the journey ahead. When we began our study of these traveler's psalms, the, the psalms known in Scripture as songs of degrees, I said to you that these were songs that were sung as they went up to the temple to worship. But you remember that I said to you that as we go up, we must be brought down. Well, that is exactly the truth, the great truth found in Psalm 131. Now, this is the, the twelfth of these pilgrim psalms, and it is the third one of them that is ascribed to David. So we know David wrote these words. It's only three verses long. It is one of the shorter of these songs. Let me read it to you. Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor mine eyes lofty, neither do I exercise myself in great matters or in things too high for me. Surely I have behaved and quieted myself as a child that is weaned of his mother, my soul is even as a weaned child. Let Israel hope in the Lord from henceforth and forever. The great point of this psalm is to deal with our pride. You know, you can't worship God when you're full of yourself. Worship by its very nature, by its definition, is to be consumed with God. It is to be in awe of God. It is to be full of God. Well, when we are in awe of us, we can't worship. When we're full of flesh, we can't be full of spirit. When we have our eyes on ourselves, we can't have our eyes only on the Lord. And Psalm 131 is a psalm that is, is heart-searching for all of us. Think of this. If a man after God's own heart had to deal with pride, then surely we have to deal with pride. We are all so full of ourselves. We, we want attention and applause and the accolades of men. Uh, we want to be recognized. Everybody wants to be somebody. And then sometimes we even take pride in what we think is our humility. Uh, we, we have a certain piety about ourselves. Uh, you know, religious flesh is still flesh. And so you can put on airs and, and act humble and yet still be very proud. I remember Dr. Sells saying years ago that pride is anything that starts with I. It can be I can, it can be I can't. But anything that starts with I is pride because it's looking at me instead of the Lord. What's the first word of Psalm 131? It is Lord. Lord. It's a prayer. It's coming into the presence of God. You know, when you get in the presence of God, you realize how big He is and how small you are. F.B. Meyer said as a young minister, he thought that God's blessings were, on, were like wrapped gifts placed on shelves one above another so that the higher he went in knowledge and understanding, the more access he had to the blessing. He said, as an old man, I was wrong. God's blessings are like wrapped gifts placed on shelves, not one above another, but one below another, so that the lower a man goes, the more access he has to all of God's blessing. That's the picture we find in Psalm 131. If you want the blessing of the Lord, if you want to enter into all that God has for you, then you have to get low. I wonder, have we gotten low enough for God's blessing? Are we full of ambition and pride, our own agenda, our own ideas? 
Have we truly humbled ourselves? I'm thinking now of the, the story of the man who wrote the book on humility and how I attained it. I think he missed the point, don't you? Someone said that the sequel of that book was The World's Ten Most Humble Men and How I Trained the Other Nine. Uh, you know, we laugh at that, but the reality is at times even when we speak of humility, we speak of it in such a way that we think we've arrived. And if you think you have humility, you don't. But what is humility? It's not thinking badly of yourself. It's just not thinking of yourself at all. It's thinking only of the Lord. Listen to the words in verse 1, Lord, my heart is not haughty. The idea of haughtiness is to be lifted up. So first he says, I, I don't lift up myself in your presence, Lord. There's only one person that ought to be lifted up, and that is our God. Recently, in my own devotional time, God's really impressed on me the necessity that God alone must get the glory. That's what He wants. And not only is it what He wants, it's what He deserves. Only God deserves that. God will give His holiness. God will give grace. God will give mercy. God will give wisdom. But God will not give His glory to anyone. That's the one thing God will not share because only He is worthy of it. So first, we have to deal with pride towards God. Our attitude towards the Lord, we must not be haughty in our own heart. And then he goes on to say, not only is my heart not haughty, my eyes are not lofty. So here he says, I'm humbled not only in my relationship toward God, but towards others. There's a, a beautiful order here. When you have the right attitude towards God, you'll have the right attitude towards other people. Uh, these relationships come in a certain order. What does this mean, my eyes lofty? We would use this term, he looked down his, his nose at me. Uh, she looked down her nose at me. That's another way of saying, mine eyes lofty. In other words, to, to lift the head up, uh, to vaunt yourself up and look down on other people. Oh, friend, when you see how good God is and great God is and how good He's been to you, though you're undeserving, you won't look at other people the same way. You'll see them humbly. And so he deals with pride towards God, his pride towards others, and then his pride related to things and everyday matters. He says, neither do I exercise myself in great matters or in things too high for me. Everybody wants greatness today. I'm thinking now of that Old Testament prophet that said, seekest thou great things for thyself? Seek them not. A great here is not a word for God's great things, but rather the great things that we can learn and we can do and we can accomplish. When he says here, things too high for me, he says things that are beyond me. There's so many things in this world that are beyond me. And the sooner we learn that, the better off we are. The more we come to the end of ourselves, the more we come to the beginning of God's resources. And so verse number one, he shows the, the ways in which this pride must be dealt with. Well, how does that happen? He answers that in verse two. He says, surely I've behaved and quieted myself. We all want to be heard, don't we? We all want to speak. We all want others to listen. We all want the attention. He says, I, I sat down and I closed my mouth. I behaved and I quieted myself. God says it this way, be still and know that I am God. Let me tell you what will help you deal with pride. Remember that God is God and you are not. That there's only one Savior and it's not you and it's not me. His name is Jesus. And then he uses this picture. He says, as a child that is weaned of his mother, my soul is even as a weaned child. Children, as they grow up, as they mature, they have to be weaned from, away from the mother. If they're ever going to sit at the table, if they're ever going to eat 
adult food. They have to be weaned from uh, this resource given to little babies. See, pride is evidence of immaturity. Humility is an evidence of maturity. Pride is like a little child wanting its own way and crying to get what it deserves or think it thinks that it deserves. But humility is when I am weaned of that. How do you become a Christian? Jesus said you have to become as a little child. How do you enter the blessing in the Christian life as a little child? You have to become as a child. And yet, as a child is weaned of its mother, you have to grow up enough to be weaned away from certain things. Then he says at the end of this psalm, Let Israel hope in the Lord from henceforth and forever. Friend, this is a lesson not just for David. It's a lesson for all of us. If you want to live the life of hope and confidence in God, stop leaning on your own understanding and look to the Lord in humility. We trust that today's study has ministered to your heart. As you read these Psalms for the Traveler, Psalms 120 through 134, God will guide you on your way. You may visit us at scottpauley.org to find additional resources. May God help you to enjoy the journey.